Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Doink and Doink Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number eight, uh, where we're going to be going over the January 23rd edition of the Wednesday Night Wars. NXT and AEW. Now, first impressions of this Wednesday in wrestling. They were both excellent shows. They were both very, very good shows. We had the go-home of WWE NXT, not NXT UK, but NXT for Worlds Collide coming up this Saturday. Mm -hmm. And we also had the part two of Bash at the Beach, where it was Jericho's Rock and Rager um, cruise. And this uh, episode of AEW actually happened on a cruise liner. And after AEW went off, uh, Fozzie performed. Yes. <laughs> Fozzie had a full concert after Jericho just wrestled in like a 25-minute match. Well, that's just who Jericho is, man. <laughs> that's who he is. Man, he's an entertainer. Yes, he he'll is. He'll do whatever he can to entertain, and he'll he'll wrestle a 25-minute match and then put on an hour and a half set because that's who he is. Yes. But enough t uh, chit-chat about that. We're going to move right on to WWE NXT. Now... I'm going to say, Dave and I talked about this before we started recording. I think NXT exercised a demon that we've been talking about lately about the Dusty Rhodes classic. Yeah, especially after what we said last week about the we were like with the booking. Oh, so we know exactly what the main event's going to be. Yeah. We were wrong because both those teams were eliminated tonight. Yes. Or last night, rather. Well, the nice thing is is I, have, I like how one team was eliminated. Yeah. And I didn't like the screwy finish in the other one. I believe you're talking about the screwy finish of the first match. Yes, the one we're going to talk about where first. Where the Grizzled Young Veterans squeaked out a win against the NXT Tag Team Champions, the Undisputed Era, um, by a distraction, but not a run-in. No, a weak distraction. By Imperium. So Imperium, um, I'm just going to skip right to the end because we've been talking about it. We'll talk about this match, but Imperium showed up on that, like, that balcony thing. Yeah. That... I have no idea why they have that balcony thing. It's not used for anything else except for when William Regal comes out and we just all yell games. Yeah, he just starts coming out and yelling war games. That's it. But Imperium somehow finds his way up into the uh, into the uh, press box, mm -hmm. um, and essentially just stand there, and it kind of and it kind of shakes uh, UE mm -hmm. a little bit, and GYV is able to take advantage of that distraction and pin him one two three, and then the they're in the finals. Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with GYV being in the finals. No, I love it. Because I like how it actually fixes a mistake from earlier on. Because like I yeah. said, the Forgotten Sons are the ones who should should still be in this tournament. They yeah. should still be in this tournament. It should be Grizzled Young Veterans versus Forgotten, Forgotten Sons. Sons. I think that would be such a good finish. But the only thing is, they're it's both heel, the, heel. High, the yeah. most hated heels yeah. on each show. Yeah, that's the problem. But Which, that, that means this, would, uh, this match would go over like a fart in church. Yeah, but let me ask you a question. Is... What would have been a better match? The Broserweights versus Imperium or the Broserweights having to go through the Forgotten Sons who've already knocked off Imperium to get to the finals? Oh, against Forgotten Sons. All day. Yeah. All day. Because everyone loves the Broserweights. Yes. And we'll get to them at the end. But this was a good match. It was a great... The match itself was great. What you'd expect out of these four men in a ring. Very well paced. Built up correctly. Great crescendo. Hard hitting action. And, and then, then a little the screwy final. finish. And it's like, there's ways to do distraction finishes. They did it a couple of weeks ago when Gargano shows up at the top of the ramp to spook Balor. Because yeah. not only was Balor spooked, the entire crowd was spooked. Yeah. This one with Imperium, 
didn't spook anybody. So what should have happened, which I think would have been a lot more... GYV should have gotten a clean win. That, definitely. That's like number one. GYV should have hit their finish and pinned them one, two, three without Imperium involved at all. But instead of them actually showing up, have um, Imperium's music start playing and them pop up on the screen and then GYV take advantage of it Hit him with the finish, pin a one, two, three clean without Imperium ever coming out. Yeah. Because they came out again at the very end of the show. Yeah, the show. So ended. that should have been the only time they were on screen. Yeah. That and when um, their match. Their match. Yeah, exactly. But that's it. That's all they should have been on TV for. Yeah. Which I think would have worked better considering the finish of the other match where it was clean. Yep. There was no running by the UE. Nope. Anyhow, um, up next we had a match. Uh, between Io Shirai and Tony Storm, <sighs> these two can put on a four-star match with their eyes closed and their arms tied behind their back. Any combination of any women, any in, woman in NXT, in NXT, NXT and NXT UK. And I mean, we're gonna we're gonna talk about another match that happens later on in the women's division. Any of these women can get in a ring, yeah, and they just put on a match. I don't like the ending again. I'm, Again, it ended in a no contest. Ended in a no contest with a brawl that happened afterwards. Yeah, I there's there's a few things that kind of like just throw you off here. Bella is already the number one contender. Yeah, so she has no need to be running out to fight this match. No, I mean her her but thing is I, she's better than both of them, so she just wants to come out. It's I think that, it is. and I think she also wants to put a beating on Tony Storm specifically because Tony Storm has a chance of taking the belt from Rhea. Yeah, and Belair wants to fight Rhea. Yeah. She wants. She wants. She wants Rhea. Yeah. So I think that's possibly the reason. And then it was kind of Io and Tony teaming up, and then Rhea being the face comes out and saves Tony Storm, who actually was the one who dethroned her in NXT UK. Yeah. And now I don't think it's going to happen this time at Worlds Collide, but we'll get to our uh, predictions at the end of the show. Yes. Um. Up next, we had a squish, squish, squish. Uh, Finn Balor. Squash is walking wild. Yeah. I feel bad for the guy. Anybody that has to face Finn Balor right now, except for like one of those head ta- head tier talents, they're getting squished. But that's what they're here for. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're pushing Balor the way they're pushing him because they're going to build towards a WrestleMania. F- yeah, this is going to be a WrestleMania, main, uh, not main event, but a WrestleMania takeover main event Yep. with at least Balor, Cole, and, and Champa. Champa. Possibly Gargano could be sprinkled in there or maybe another person. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Um, they could throw Keith Lee in there, considering how much he's being pushed and how much he's loved. He's loved, but no, no, no. Okay. Um, up next we had almost pretty much another squish. Um, Shayna Baszler versus Shotzi, uh, Shotzi Blackheart. Now, as much as this was a squash, yeah, this is a great build for Blackheart. Oh, Blackheart had a great Wait, back, Black- uh, like a great vin- uh, vignette. Yep. Uh, she eliminated can- Baszler last week. Yeah. in the women's battle royal. So this is a great way to build this character, yeah. build this this person, but to have her lose clean as quickly as she did, yeah, says two things to me. It says one, they're still backing Baszler, yeah, they still want Baszler to be strong. Which that's another thing. Baszler said backstage, she's not going anywhere. Yeah. So she basically said that she wants to stay in NXT, mm-hmm. which I'm surprised. I thought she was going to go up at the Rumble. And continue on. Okay, we'll see. There's been people in the past who've said they're not going anywhere and they end up where they're supposed to be. Well, I mean, I feel like a few that are guaranteed is going to be at least Gargano and Champa. Yeah. Guaranteed staying in NXT. Yeah. But, but Baszler's going to make her move. Yeah. But to me, it did two things here. One, it showed, again, 
they're backing a Baszler and how dominant they want Baszler to remain. Yeah. And two, it shows that Blackheart, albeit in a battle royal segment in which she's able to surprise Baszler, she's able to get the one up. And maybe she gets some offense in against Baszler in this match, but at the end of the day, the division still runs through Baszler. Oh, yeah. It still runs through Baszler. Yeah, even though she's not the champ anymore, she's still... She is, like, the gate guardian. Yes. She's the one that is, like, the you shall not pass. Yes. yes. She's she's the she's final Gandalf totem. She's the gray. She's the final totem. Yes. She, Be- before you get to where yes. you need to get to. And eventually, her goal is to get back to being the top totem yeah. after she knocks off whoever the champion will be after. Yeah. Which, I feel like she becomes Shayna three-time by knocking off Rhea. She might. She might, dude. That might be a WrestleMania build. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But we'll get we'll get to there. Um up next we've been talking about this match all all show so far. Yeah. Broser weights go over clean. Yes. Yes. In a fury flurry of offense at the very end of the match. Oh man. Uh, nonstop. These these four men, as we said, these four men can go. I know I like how we were talking a little while ago about how weak the NXT tag division was. Yeah, we, t- we said that a couple of weeks back. Yeah, yeah, we've been shut up. Well, we haven't been shut we up. We haven't been shut up, but we were like shown that, hey, throwing together tag teams can be pretty good. Well, I mean... Because who, apparently- who saw Dunn and uh, uh, Riddle together Nobody. before this happened? Well, no, but, but the thing is that they took two talents that are stuck in the mid-card that aren't really doing anything, and they put them together, and yeah. they made it work. The thing is... is my argument with throwing a tag team together is that it hurts your tag team division. Look yeah. at Monday Night Raw. We were just talking about it a couple of days ago. Look at Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Okay, how many times have they thrown tag teams together? Dolph Ziggler and Robert Root, right? Um, they had uh, Ziggler and... Uh, Zig- Ziggler, Ziggler and, and another Corbin. person. Corbin. They, they just keep throwing tag teams together. Um, and, and then it- also... Why am I blanking on it right now? Um... Seth Rollins has been in so many thrown together tag teams. Yeah, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Yes, and now Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy. Um, Braun Strowman and a ten year old kid. Yeah. Okay. You want to talk about the death? A ten year old kid the, in the middle of the death of your Raw the, tag team division. That was, was the death of the Bar. Yeah, the Bar could not come back from that afterwards. Nope. But that's that's where the death of your tag team division started. Now yeah. I'm not saying NXT has done that. Not, not, no, not, that's not happened at all. But the thing is, is your one legitimate tag team in NXT, the Forgotten Sons, were knocked out of the first round of this thing. Yeah, they shouldn't have been knocked out of the first round no. of this thing. They, they should, should have been into the second round here, and they should have lost to to this the team right yes. here. And yeah, am I talking myself in circles by saying that you shouldn't have a non-established tag team beating a legitimate tag team? Well, the thing is, is when that non-established tag team is filled with better athletes. And yeah. I'm not taking anything away no. from the other two. In, from Wesley Blake and from, Steve Cutler. Nothing away from them, okay? The thing is, though, Matt Riddle is Matt Riddle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. His first match against Cassius Ono was a he seven He knocked minute, him out in about seven 10 seconds. seconds, yeah. That was it. And Pete Dunne is the longest reigning UK champion in He's WWE. the longest reigning current champion of, of the last two, three, four decades. Exactly. So them two going up against Cutler and um, uh, Blake. Blake. You would have seen the talent overshine. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah. what happened on Raw, where you had a superior tag Viking team, Raiders. the Viking Raiders, lose to, albeit, two very talented heels yeah. who used very talented heel tactics. Yeah. But again, they're part of a faction with a real heel tag team yeah. that is powerful enough 
to, to knock off the Viking Raiders. The Viking Raiders. In this situation, you're now going to have a legitimate heel tag team in Grizzle Young Veterans yeah. versus a thrown-together face tag team with... Um, Broserweights. Broserweights. And you're going to have almost like a perfect mesh of contradictory styles where they're going to be facing facing each other. Yeah, I'm like super excited for this match just based on the promo that was cut after the match. Yeah, that oh. promo was great. Give those guys live mics yeah. all the time. I don't care. Matt Riddle is a gift of God because he made a wee joke and they let him. Yes. Because he he put up the the manipulating a joint thing and he's like, I heard someone say something about a manipulating a joint and I just kind of lost interest and faded away and started daydreaming. And you heard the crowd. They were losing oh, their yeah. minds. It was perfect. It was so funny. These guys... Pete Dunn, amazing on the mic. Yeah. Without a doubt. He's one of the better talkers in NXT. Okay. Uh, Matt Riddle. Know enough, though. That's the problem. No, that's the thing. Because they don't let him talk. I know. Matt Riddle. Give that guy a mic. Give him 30-minute promos. Yeah. I'll listen to him. I'll listen to him do a stand-up the in the middle is, of an the NXT. Thing is, is you don't need him to do it for 30 minutes. No. They gave these guys five minutes at the top yes. of the ramp, and it was all four guys got over. Yeah. Even the guys who didn't talk got over. Yeah, Grizzly Young Veterans basically called them, like, dorks or yeah. something like that, and the crowd lost it. The This is going to be a fun match. It is going to be a fun match. And they're putting it on on the wrong show. They're ah. putting it on next week when it should be at Worlds Collide. I think Worlds because Collide is already a packed is, card, though. There's six matches. I know, but that's a packed NXT card. NXT cards are five matches. You're already going over what your traditional NXT card is. Plus, you have multiple multi-man matches. Those are going to be longer matches to begin with. I like the idea of having these NXT big matches get teased for a week because then it gives you that takeover feel for these bigger matches for these Dusty Rhodes yeah. Classics for your North American Championship match no yeah. offense this match would have been lost in the shuffle if this was on the takeover card as good as this match was and yes yeah. it could main event a takeover it would have been lost in the shuffle because you would have been looking forward to this match or that match or this match right now what's the match you're looking forward to in, in, in next week on Wednesday yeah it's the, the Dusty, Dusty Rhodes Rose Classic, Classic final what was the match you were looking forward to this week you, uh, North, North American, American Championship, match. which they do such a good job with this. I love this. I really do. They make these matches they, super important. They, and you know, I'm gonna take that back because I think the reason they do this is because they know they're competing. Yes, they know 100 percent that they're competing, so they need to put these big matches on shows to allow them to compete. You're giving Keith Lee and Roddy Strong, okay? You're giving them 20 minutes at the end of a sh- at the end of a show on yeah. a Wednesday night, going head to head with AEW. And Which the those, main event in, was... In those same 20 minutes for AEW, they're doing three segments and doing commercial breaks and all this stuff. They're keeping a single match on for 20 minutes through commercial breaks, through cutoff screens, through all this stuff. And yeah. you know what happens? The crowd stays. Yeah. Nobody changes the channel once those two guys are on. Nobody yeah. changes the channel once they see what the main event is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. AEW hasn't really gotten that figured out yet. People, no. I, I've watched AEW, and when I've known, oh, wait a minute, the main event of... NXT's, the, coming, NXT's on. coming on. I'll go. I'll go back to NXT for the last half hour because I know the main event's going to blow away whatever AEW yeah. does because AEW blows their load in the first hour. Yeah, they did. They did this week. They did it this week. They did it last week. They did it the week before. Yeah. They they consistently just they try to get everybody to jump in for the first hour and then I mean yeah no because f- they only pay attention to what the ratings are 
at the turn of the hour. Correct. So at the eight o'clock and nine o'clock. Yeah. So then they couldn't care what happens after nine thirty. Yeah. Now don't get me wrong. AW went off the went off the air strong last week with the whole yeah. park and um. And they went the off the air match. strong this week too. They did, but. To have a, a true match last 20 minutes to extend you all the way to the end of your show is something completely different from what AEW does. AEW throws three segments in at the end of every show. Yeah. Take up those last 20 minutes. What does NXT do? They throw you a great match at the end of every night that has something that means something. Yeah. Like this match. This this Keith Lee-Roddy Strong match. This was a takeover level match. I said Blackpool 2. I had my match of the year already candidate this one just comes comes yeah. up the very next week and again could be a top 10 match. this is a top five match in keith lee's career yeah. this is a top five match for the north american championship yeah and this is probably a top 10 match for the year yeah it could be and it's january 24th i know our uh, 23rd is we're recording and we've this. already said two of these this year yes well i have you haven't said two i have yeah that blackpool blackpool match with uh with devlin and uh oh my god it was devlin and bait bait yes Everybody, anybody out there who hasn't watched it yet, go out there and watch it. Yeah. Just just find it on, on your WWE app. WWE watch Network. It. It's probably like a 25-minute match. Yep. Worth every minute. Yeah. Worth every minute. Every strike, every every submission, every every count. It was worth everything. On your lunch break. Don't watch anything else. Find that match. Watch that match on your lunch break, and you'll be happy. Yes. You'll be good for the rest of your day. Exactly. It'll put you in a positive mood. So Keith, Keith Lee and- is our new North American champion. So good. Keith Lee's prophecy... Keith Lee is limitless. Yes, he is. We all bask in his glory. Yes, this match, as we've been toting, has been was phenomenal. Oh, so good. And it should have went out of the air with that. But of course, because Worlds collides this weekend, they have to have a brawl between UE and Imperium yep. to go off the air. Yeah. Whatever. If that's how they want to try to build those four guys against those four guys, okay, you can build it with a brawl. I don't mind that. What I what I do mind is that you're taking away from Keith, Keith Lee. Lee's glory. Yeah, this is his first singles title in the WWE. Yeah, Rhea Ripley wins a title. Yeah, and what happens? Everybody storms the ring. Yeah. everybody has this great celebration. They could have done the exact same thing for Keith Lee. No one would be just, able to get him up. I mean, uh, Dijak's gotten him up for several moves. I'm sure Dijak could get him up. True. Yeah, him and Rick Buehausen. How's that? Him, Rick Buehausen, um, they wouldn't put Priest out there. No. Because Priest is a heel, no. but all the faces. Matt Riddle? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you Matt go. Riddle and Dijak. Jo- Johnny Gargano's out there celebrating yeah. with them. I yeah. mean, get the get the, get the, um, get the, t- the, the War Games team out there. Yeah. Champa. It would just, it'd just be a good time. You know what I mean? Get Kevin Owens to come back just for the celebration. Dude, that'd be awesome. Um, I'm happy with this. I'm NXT. happy with NXT. NXT was really yes, solid this I'm week. I'm happy with Keith Lee winning the belt too. Yeah, the, the match was so good. I mean, we can't even really get into it. It's again, it's another one of those matches you have to watch. Oh, there are yeah. just spots in this match that just blow you away. Considering again, you're talking about Keith Lee. He's what three fifty. Yeah, all of it. Yeah, 350, 380, somewhere around there. The moves he does. Yeah. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. And it's a traditional big man versus small man match. Big man has all the power moves at the beginning. Then an injury gets exploited. And then the last time these two were in a ring, there was another big man. Dijak. And who was the one that pinned who in that match? It was... Roderick right Strong, Strong pinned Keith Lee. Yes. Keith Lee got his pin back over Roderick Strong For to the win the North American title. Yep. Yep. Perfect way to end that. Now, let me throw something at you before we get to AEW. Something I had mentioned before we started recording. We have had a Dijak Lee 
program kind of shuffling around here yeah. in the E for a while. They have a program with themselves independently before yeah. they ever came to the E. They they were one of the best f- matches you could see on any show. Yeah. Do you see them re-entering a program once Lee is done with the era? Because he's, <sighs> he's still going to have to deal with the Undisputed Era. I think until at least WrestleMania. I'm going to say no. You don't think DiJack's going to get a shot at Lee? Because right now, DiJack is a face. Okay, it doesn't take a lot to turn somebody heel. All he needs to do is just come out and give Lee one one quick kick to the face and the crowd will turn on him. Yeah, that's kind of what they did back back in the day with Sammy and Owens. That's what they did with Bala. Yeah. That's exactly what they did with Bala. Yeah. So, trust me, there are many people in that what, mid-card. So, here we go. What they could do is next week, they have Keith Lee's celebration and they have all his buddies come out. They have Gargano come out, and they have Champa come out, and they have Dijak come out, and everything. Dijak turns, kicks Lee. This has got to wait. I don't think really. He, you don't do the Dijak thing yet. He still has to deal with the era. He's still going to deal with the era. He's still the the, the undisputed era will lose all their titles by WrestleMania. Because Cole's going to be the last one to lose it at Her, Mania weekend. I think so. Either he'll be the last to lose it, or the tag team will be the last. And one. he'll be the biggest. They'll be the biggest surprise on Monday Night Raw. Exactly, the, night after, the night after Mania. They'll be the ones who come out after Mania. Okay. So, to me, you build that to Mania. You have, you have stuff happening with Lee and Dijak where maybe they're working together to take on, you know, the tag team champions at one point and then yeah. a match gets lost because of a miscommunication and you you do a nice a nice slow build with them too. Yeah. Trust me, can Lee have matches against Damian Priest? Yes. I think they'll be good matches. Can they have matches against Killian Dane? Killian Dane? Yes. Yes, they'll be good matches. Um... Can he have squash matches against, you know, Mr. Joaquin Wilde? Yes. Can you do matches with Mr. Hat? You know what I mean? With Cameron Grimes, Cameron yeah. Grimes. These are all people you can build and just have him having his matches so the belt still is put on TV and kept important. But at the end of the day, he's going to have to face Roddy Strong again. He's yeah. going to have to get through the rest of the Undisputed Era. Yeah. And then once the Undisputed Era has moved on, Dijak needs to be his first main rivalry that leads into the next takeover. Or a heel Velveteen Dream. Okay. All right. I could see a heel dream. So Now, bit of news that I just remembered, kind of relating with NXT. Alex Shelley, who was the one that teamed with Kushida. Yes. The reason they went out in the first round is because it was a one-off. Because he is now signed a new deal with Combat Zone Wrestling. Really? And is challenging for the world title. Wow. In CZW. Wow. So, Alex Shelley is not officially in NXT. That was a one-off just to bring ratings and reunite the time splitters. To see what would happen with the pop and stuff like that. Yeah. He, you you may see him back in the E. Not right now, but in the future, yeah. I, the E would buy out his contract. If, if, if they think they can get a pop for it, I think they would. Yeah, if they could think, if they think they but, could do a real push with the time splitters, possibly. Yeah. But I mean, Kushida's not getting pushed right now, which makes me so sad because I loved Kushida in NJPW. Well, again, give it time. There's so yeah. many bodies. That's the That's problem. True, yeah. That's wait till wait till Rumble weekends over and you get a couple of surprises after the Royal Rumble. Wait till yeah. WrestleMania weekends over and also you get a couple of surprises after WrestleMania. Yeah, that's that's when Vince does his real like, hey, I'm gonna go down to NXT and I'm gonna take this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this girl, this guy, this girl, this girl, this tag team, this tag team, this tag team. There you go, Hunter. Now that's all you got left. Now fix it. Now you can now you can sign people. Yes. So it's like I want this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, this team, this team, this team. And here's like this much money. Go sign some people. Yeah. 
that's how they do it. Yep. That's how the E does it. Yep. We just broke their code. Uh, that's how they do it. Yeah, we'll see. Now, moving on to all Elite Wrestling Dynamite. Yes. The finish of Bash at the Beach on the Jericho Rockin' Cruise or whatever the hell it was. Oh, man. The Fozzie Cruise. The Fozzie Cruise. Second best Solid. cruise out there. So, second best cruise? Yeah. Slipknot's doing not fast on oh, the fair. sea. Come on. Fair. Come on. Whatever. Um, solid, solid show. It was a solid show. You had new tag team champions crowned. You yeah. had some excellent matches. The women's division again was again was you know portrayed, yeah. albeit maybe a little weak again, but still mm. portrayed. And then obviously you have you have Moxley and Pac. Yeah. <laughs> so let's start right at the top. Page and Omega defeat SCU to become the new tag team champs. Now, it, as we were mentioning last if we week, roast Raw. We're gonna roast these guys. A legitimate faction in the elite with a legitimate tag team. The Young Bucks. The Young Bucks. And you have the two singles guys, the main eventer and the mid-carder. Crammed together. Become a tag team and win the belts. Why? Boom. I don't get it. I just don't get it. When you have a great tag team in SCU, lose those belts. When they should have lost them to a legitimate heel tag team. Because they were starting to get chained as faces. Yes. And and here's the thing. I can understand the Young Bucks being semi-held up right now because they're dealing with um, Ortiz. And LAX. And LAX. LAX. Santana you know and Ortiz. Santana and yeah. Ortiz. So they're dealing with them. So I can understand they're being lost kind of in the shuffle. But the thing is, is what has SCU done as tag team champions? Roll up victory to win their belts. Their belts. Roll up victory to maintain their belts. Another roll-up victory to, to maintain... defeat the Inner Circle. To defeat the Inner Circle and maintain their belts. Um, and then, uh, who was it that had a one-on-one match with Jericho? It was one of them. Uh, um, well, whatever. One of the members yeah. faced Jericho and lost. And now... Christopher Daniels. Okay, so Daniels loses to Jericho. And then you have this match, and you lose to, again, albeit the best wrestler on the planet. Yeah. And Hangman Page. I was going to say the best wrestler in the world and Kenny Omega. <laughs> <laughs> because no one is better than, than drunk, drunk Adam Page. Page. Okay. All right. I'll get, I'll, uh, six in one, half a dozen in the other. Yeah. I got it. But if we beat up Rollins and we beat up Murphy for the exact you same gotta thing, beat these you got to beat these guys up. It almost looked like they watched Monday Night Raw and they said, I we like to do that. I like that. That got them ratings. Oh, it, oh. I have to do that. Oh, man. Next thing you're gonna next time you're gonna see Adam Page hey guys, out there. You gotta go write that. You gotta go write that. That that worked on Raw. You gotta write this. Yeah, exactly. But let's open our show with it. Yeah, instead of closing. Seriously. It, it's it's unbelievable. Seriously. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And the and the thing is is it's like there the, your best division is your tag team division. Yeah. And, and it just got taken over by a drunk guy and Kenny Omega. Yeah. <laughs> by a drunk guy and another drunk guy. <laughs> Oh man! Because Kenny, Kenny Omega, Omega should be in the championship picture, not yeah. in this. Yeah, I don't even know who's in the ch- title picture right now. Oh, uh, right now it's Pac and Moxley. Pac and Moxley. That's right. Well, we know who's the next competitor next. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, I think Omega will probably be next anyway. Exactly. He'll be third in line. Um, we had Britt Baker, Doctor Britt Baker versus Priscilla Kelly in an eh match. It was all right. It was an all right match. It was a. Uh, what was really important is the end of this, uh, Baker had an interview with Tony Schiavone, essentially turned heel. She turned heel on the crowd. 
and basically called Tony Schiavone a washed up Starbucks barista. <laughs> kind of is. I like Britt Baker as a heel. I really think her heel work is is solid. Um, there's like we've had this conversation before where some people aren't good faces. Like Seth Rollins is not a great face. No, because he's arrogant. Britt Baker's not a great heel. Uh, not a great face. She's arrogant. Yeah. Let them just be what they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. Again, not to bring her back up, but Tessa Blanchard. She'll yeah. never she'll never be a face. No. She's arrogant. People don't like her on the internet. They don't like her as a human being. So you know what they do? They put the title on her and make her even more of a heel. And but, you know what? It popped ratings. It got them all over the news. And now people are talking about that promotion. But I, you also true. But you also see who she defeated for that belt. Probably the most hated heel in all of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. Yes. And somehow she's even she's more, more hated, hated than now. him. But Callahan can't turn face. Oh, no. no because no. there's no way Sammy Callahan can work face. No, it's the same thing as trying to turn Rollins face. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't work. It works for like maybe a month and then people just could be like, eh, bored of it. Exactly. Up next, we had a pretty, pretty decent match between the Inner Circle and Jurassic Express uh, plus Marco Stunt. It was uh, it was Jericho Guevara and uh, what's his face Hager Hager versus uh, Luchasaurus Jurassic Jungle Express. Boy and Marco Stunt, which obviously you had to put the inner circle over here. Oh, of course. Um, but Luchasaurus looked great in this match. Marco Stunt looked great in this match. Jungle Boy, everyone in this Everybody match looked, looked good, really good. And the thing is, Marco Stunt is the modern day Spike Dudley. Yeah, that guy gets thrown around, and you know. What's he going to become a, an accountant like Spike Dudley ended up doing because he just can't take the beating anymore? Because, Probably. Dude, they whip him around all 135 pounds of him soaking wet as if he's a rag doll. Yeah. Yeah. And he enjoys it. That's yes, the he best part. He loves funny. it. That's funny. He loves it. Yeah. But yeah, great match. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Yeah. Up next was a another good match between MJF and Joey Janela. Right man went over. Yeah. As much as Joe Janela was talking big time last week with his promos and stuff like yeah, that. Which he was supposed to face Phoenix this week, but he yeah. ended up facing MJF. Right man went over. MJF needs to keep building these wins. Yeah, he needs to leading keep into, being, leading into Cody Rhodes. Yes. He needs to keep winning winning yeah. matches. And your main event, one eyed John Moxley defeats Pac in an amazing match. Amazing match. I wanted this match to go the other way. I would have much rather Pac to win this. Yes. I want this to be And a- I would have liked Pac to win this by taking advantage of that eye of injury. Eye. Exactly. Stomping him. Let him be the bastard that he is. Raking at the eye, getting the thumb inside there, stomping yeah. on him and stuff. Ripping like off the bandage and thumbing the eye. Yeah. And then like Just- not like showing the eye because they don't want to show that oh it's probably fine. Yeah. Pulling it up and thumbing it underneath the band aid, then pulling the band aid back down yeah. to kind of like hide it. Yeah. Get a little bit of crimson, you know what I mean? Yeah. Let a little bit of blood drip underneath those bandages. Yeah. Let Pac go over. And then what happens is, then you can have a situation in which Moxley is just like, ah, you know what? Screw this. When those two are having their match, he just comes down and he just wrecks shop. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he does the balor of AEW. Yep. And then he basically comes out and he basically says, you know what? I'm inserting myself in this title picture. I'm going to kick the shit out of you. I'm going to kick the shit out of you. We're going to have a three-way match. If yeah. you have a problem with that, you can come see me one-on-one, and I'm going to kick the shit out of you, and there's yeah. nothing you can do about it. Yeah, exactly. So, who won this week? NXT. NXT won this NXT. week. NXT was solid from bell to bell, yeah. start to finish. Yeah. I mean, it, the, the little had... bit of an interesting start or finish of the first match, but other than that, it was solid uh, front yeah. to back. The thing is, both of them, 
had key title changes. Yes. Albeit one was a, li- a much, much more better. important and much, much well, much better done. Executed the yeah. way it was supposed to be. Yes. It just didn't, it, the other one just doesn't make sense to me. The putting it on, again, if we're going to beat the E up for doing it, we have to beat up AEW. You don't put a top tier guy and a mid card guy and smash them together and make them your tag team champions. It, 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 it blows my mind. Yeah. Okay. Worlds, Worlds collide. collide. We have the card in front of us. And we're going to be doing it from bottom to top, from probably first match to main event, Okay, as it's been listed by, I think, Bleacher. Okay. First match. I'm looking forward to this match. Mia Yim oh. versus K. Lee Ray. This is going to be a showcase match for Mia Yim. She yeah. is not going to win this match. She's no. not going to be Kaylee Ray is going to win this match, but Mia Yim is going to run that match from bell to bell. Just like she should. It's going to be another showcase as to why she is one of the predominant female athletes in the E right now. Yeah. She's going to 12, 16-minute match, somewhere in that range. Yeah. They're going to go hard against each other. Yim's a stiff fighter. Kaylee Ray's a stiff fighter. And Kaylee Ray's going to use a heel tactic, get herself over, and she's going to she's going to win that match. You know how last year you said that Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae was one of your matches of the year. This has an opportunity. This has a chance of being a match of the year, and it's still not even February. Yeah. Anybody who's watching this pay-per-view, this is the match you got to look forward to. Yeah. As good as all the other matches are on here, if this opens up your pay-per-view, this is going to open up with such a bang, dude. Yeah. And the thing, Mia Yim, eight months ago, was on dark dark matches for NXT. Mm -hmm. Okay? NXT 25, she didn't have a match. She had a dark match against Bianca Belair. Yeah. She has subsequently been on every other takeover. Yeah. She is so good, and I'm so happy to see she this. She is Mia Takeover. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Yep. Now uh, she got taken out of a takeover, but it is what. Unfortunately, it is. Yeah. yeah. Um. Up next, we have hashtag DIY versus Mustache Mountain. I'm looking forward to this match, and I think I would love to see Mustache Mountain win this match. But I think just because they're putting back DIY just for one more match, they're going to put them over. Yeah, they're going to put them over. I want Mustache Mountain to win this match, and I want Trent Seven to get this pinfall. So Trent Seven's going to take this He's going to take the pinfall to probably Johnny Gargano. On the high-low. Yeah. Because... Well, not the high-low. I don't know what they call it. The, uh, it's, the, it's the DIY. It's the hashtag DIY, whatever okay. it is. I don't even know what they call but, it. But yeah, he's going to take the fall. Yeah. Because it's still building up. Uh, um, why can't I ever think of his name? Um, Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. They're, they're, they're going to keep building up yeah, Tyler Yeah, big Bate. strong boy. Yes. Now, this is the match I'm looking forward to. Just because of the UK's side of this. No. The Fatal 4-Way Cruiserweight Championship match between Angel Garza, Isaiah Swerve Scott, Jordan Devlin, and Travis Banks. Devlin's winning the belt. Devlin is winning this championship. Devlin's winning the belt. Yeah, and he's bringing it to the UK. Yes, he is. Because they don't have a mid-card belt. Yes, he is. North American title is NXT Maine's mid-card belt. The Cruiserweight Championship is going to become the UK mid-card belt yep. because they have so many 205 live guys. And they have gonna, 205 and under guys. And they're going to move a lot of talent over there. Yeah, they will. They'll move Garza over there. They'll move Scott over there. They'll move Cameron Grimes over there, possibly. No, Cameron Grimes is going to stay where he is. He's going to be going up against... Okay. Against... uh. Lee? Lee. Okay. Um, 
Balor versus Ilja Dragunov. Balor in a squash. Balor's going to squash Dragunov. Unfortunately, but he's going to squash Dragunov. Yeah. And, and we don't mean squashes in like a, a two-minute match. No, it's, it's going to be like a seven, five, five to seven-minute match where and, and Dragunov's going to get a little bit of um, offense, offense, but then he's going to get hit with a with a standing double stomp into a switchblade, into a... Uh, I say, a, is it a switchblade? Yes, yeah, it's a switchblade. Switch yeah. I was just thinking of Jay White for a second. Um, into a coup de gras, into a nineteen sixteen, end of the match. Yeah. The only championship, no, the second championship match on this card: Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm. Rhea's retaining. Yeah, Rhea's going to retain, and a good match. It's going to be a very good match. Yes. Um, it's not going to be the best women's match on the card. No, but it'll be a good match. I think Kaylee Ray gets herself involved in this. I could see it. I could see it. Or Bianca Bella. Someone's going to get themselves involved yeah. in this match. And then the main event, Fatal 4-Way, UE versus Imperium. I will be real with you right now. I could not care less for this match. No, neither could I. I'm not looking forward to this at all. I mean, I'm looking forward to it because I want to see these guys in the ring. But the thing is, is just Imperium's based on the win. power, Imperium should win this match. Yeah. Imperium should go way over in this match. Yeah. Um, I think Walter is the one that gets the pin. Um, over Cole, over Cole, yeah, I could see it. Champion okay. pinning champion. Okay. Well, that pretty much finishes our episode for this week. Yep. The, so let's uh, just go over our predictions one more time. Yeah. So I, I have Yim. I have. Uh, oh no, I have Kaylee Ray. I have, I have sorry. KLR as well. Yep, KLR. I, I have, have Mustache Mountain. I have DIY. Um, Devlin. We both have Devlin. Balor. We both have Balor. We Rhea. both have Rhea, and we both have Imperium. Imperium. Okay. So, so we only have one difference, and that's DIY versus Mustache Mountain. Yeah. I'm I'm only going the other way. I mean, I know while we were talking about the match, I had seven taking the pinfall. Yeah. But maybe this match and them two being in a ring together, working together, is what causes them to have friction to lead to a fatal four way at WrestleMania's takeover. Maybe. Oh, Gargano and uh Yeah. Champa, yeah. If it goes your way, Tyler Bate pins Johnny Gargano. Yes. Yeah. There's there's no other way they can do yeah, it because Champa's not going to eat a pin. Can't eat a pin, and, and Bate's not going to eat a pin. Yeah. So, so that pretty much finishes this week's episode. Of course, we thank you all so much for coming out and listening to our episodes. Um, obviously, now that we're bringing them out more and more frequently, we're a lot more up to date. With how things are going. Yes. Um, we're right on top of it the day after. Yep. Um, so I want to thank you all so much for listening. Obviously, follow us on social media to keep updated with what's going on. Um, this has been a Double Doink production. I am a Josh. This has been Dave. Dave. And I think we got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. <laughs>